Adala makes me holla. What's going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday. Um, Larsa Pippen is not happy with her Real Housewives of Miami cast members because they are throwing some shade at her for her breakup with Marcus Jordan. So we got that. We got this new season of Love is Blind. We're going to talk about it because it's got the internet fired up because Megan Fox is on season six. Whoo, baby, let's get it. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, surf fresh all week long. Now, let's dive in. Okay, I am just going to start off by letting everybody on the internet, before you drag me in the comments, a bitch is struggling this morning, okay? I went out for one drink last night. I'll get into the, trust me, we will get into the disaster that was last night. Um, and how I woke up to two hamburgers. <laughs> we'll get into it um, at the end of the show, because if you want to stick around for my personal disaster night update, then you can stay stick around for that. But we will talk about Larsa, and we will talk about Love is Blind, because love be looking a little blurry these days, okay? Um, but yes, what, should we start with Larsa? But also, I just... Again, wanted to tell you guys at the top of the show, thank you for supporting my new show. It's called Disaster Daters with me and my friend Jeff Epstein. We are not giving dating advice. It is not a dating advice podcast. It is called Disaster Daters because Jeff and I are disasters at dating. Again, I will tell you about last night because Jeff and I were texting this morning about it, about, you know, love me looking a little blurry. It does be looking a little blurry, Jenny. Um, and so, yes. But please, if you guys haven't done so yet, go tune into Disaster Daters. The first two episodes are out now. The next two episodes will drop this Wednesday. It is quite the riot, so you're not going to want to miss it. Be sure to tune in. I love you. I appreciate you. Please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you're enjoying this podcast or Disaster Daters. You can watch. if You you can listen on your favorite podcast app, but you can watch exclusively on the Spotify app. So go to Spotify, watch Disaster Daters there, or you can always... Um, you can always uh, listen on your favorite pod app. Um, happy birthday, Danielle. 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 It was my birthday yesterday. Turned 44 and I'm only getting older. Yes. But like Crystal says, even though her tagline made her sound like she was dumb, but she said, um, they say age comes or wisdom comes with age, but I'm proving otherwise. And I was like, oh, did she just call herself stupid? Well, if she said it, not me, you know. But happy birthday, Danielle. You you are proving that wisdom comes with age and beauty. You are beautiful inside and out. Okay, let's talk about Larsa. Whoo-wee, because she is not happy because Alexia and Marisol, they have a podcast, okay? Everybody on their grandma has a podcast these days. Um, I know, because I have two of them, but mine mine actually do well. Um, okay, so... <laughs> um. They went on their podcast. It's called I Por Favor. And so it is a two T's podcast. So Teddy and, and Tamara just be popping out podcasts left and right. I'm like, okay, Octomom. Okay, let's get it, girl. Um, but it's called I Por Favor with Alexia and Marisol. And um, they, so this is what they had to say about Larsa. They said, I don't know why she's doing it so publicly, referring to like her breakup and the messiness of her breakup. I don't know why she's doing it so publicly. First of all, you're not that famous. And it's not like you're dating Michael Jordan that people would really care. 
And I was like, ooh, they be angry. They be por favorin. What is, what, what does, it was that, isn't that like, oh, please, is that what that means in Spanish? I por favor. That's like, oh, please, um, I think. I don't know. Somebody please correct me in the live chat. You do anyway, so might as well help, throw a bitch a bone. Um, so they were like, uh, they were basically just shading her. And then I think even <laughs> Adriana, there was like a photo when they were releasing the paparazzi photos from Valentine's Day where they showed, oh, yeah, okay, it does mean, oh, please. Thank you, Sandra. Um, so they released photos of Marcus and Larsa. They broke up, what, on the 13th? And then come Valentine's Day on the 14th, they... Um, like, we're trying to, I don't know what they were trying to do. They, they spotted them coming out of her apartment and then at the flower shop, and then they spotted her with a big old rock on her hand. And so Adriana commented on one of the photos, and she's just like, congrats, girl, so happy for you. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. Adriana always be out here just trolling Larsa. But so now Alexia and Marisol are just like, thinking she's making a spectacle of it, which, like, come on, how many, there aren't paparazzi in Miami. Like, it's Florida. Like, the paparazzi. Like, who, who was backward out in Florida these days? No. Sorry, they're not in those streets. But Lars is not a, not happy with them, and she responded, and this is according. She uh, released a comment to page six, which also makes me think she's tipping off the paparazzi. Like, she's like, okay, Rachel Levis, calm down with all your, your PR exclusives. Um, she, or uh, page six, to <laughs> she's following Lenny's playbook. She said, there's no truth to their commentary. It's unfortunate that they would criticize a very personal matter that affects me and my family. Oh, shut up. Like, listen, Lar like Larsa, but like, come on. She was great on Traders. We need to bring Larsa back on Traders. But like, come on. It affects me and my family. I hate when people do that shit. And they're just like, oh, this is personal to me and my children. Okay, Denise Richards, calm down. Your daughter's on OnlyFans. You know, it's like everyone, anytime people, this is like Meredith Marks on Salt Lake City, where she's like, do you know that people, that there are children in the world that are dying? And then Whitney's just like, okay, but what does that have to do with the fact that you were trolling people in the DMs? And she's like, oh, Whitney, I can't believe you would say that when there are children with cancer. And she's just like, I feel like that's what a lot of these housewives do when they want to deflect or they don't want to deal with something. They're just like, but it affects my family, you know, or, you know, people just, they love to like lean into the whole victim role of it all. Or they go online and they're just like, can you believe I'm getting death threats and anti-Semitic rhetoric? And uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just, I don't have tolerance for people when they, when they play that shit, you know, when they want to lean into being victims without taking accountability for their own fucking actions. Lars is being thirsty on, uh, in the, in the, these streets of Miami. She's out here. Come on. You're going to tell me the paparazzi happened to catch her coming out the back door of her apartment. Mm -mm. The only time they accidentally catch you is when they're going in the back door, like Fair Abraham, when her sex tape leaked, you know? Everybody out here is just <sighs> doing the damn thing. But so what is going on with Marcus and Larsa? Who knows? And at this point, does anybody even care? I'm just like, if you're... Like, if you're dating, then date. I don't like when people do things publicly. I think it's messy. I do love mess, but sometimes it can be a little too much mess. And I'm just like, mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
I like them together. I like Marcus and Larsa, but I'm just like kind of annoyed. Like I'm, I was more interested when they actually were breaking up and then we saw Lisa and Lisa was still following him and doing all the things and oof, that was a good time. But then we found out, oh, they're not broken up and now they're back together and now it's just like uh, Kim and Croy. Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman. Which, by the way, there were these rumors that Kim Zolciak's coming back. Who knows? I know Candy was just at the People's Choice Awards, and she was saying that she knew that Portia was coming back for a while. It'll be interesting how Portia plays her cards now that all of the stuff about Simon is coming forth about his criminal past and him possibly getting deported and how he keeps getting denied you know, his citizenship here. We'll see how that all plays out, but... What else did Candy say? Candy said that Kenya should likely be coming back for sure. So I'm sure Kenya will stay on Portia's neck. Um, we have Kenya. We have Portia. I don't know about Kim Zolciak. And then when it came to Phaedra, Candy was like, listen, I'm gone. Good. Bring her back. They got to do what they got to do. And if they got to bring back Phaedra, then let them bring back Phaedra. And I was like, okay. But Alexia and Marisol going on their podcast and shit. Listen, I actually am not mad at Alexia and Marisol for shading Larsa or for going on their podcast. They have a podcast. They have, you know, content they have to give us. Nobody was listening to their podcast. But now we're listening to that 20-second clip that's going all over the internet. And that's the most they're going to get. So, you know, good for them. You know what's funny is... I interviewed, Alex, uh, not Alexi. Well, actually, yes, I did interview Alexi on this podcast, but I also interviewed Marisol. I don't think it was last season, but maybe the season before. I remember interviewing Marisol, and we did a Zoom interview, and I remember when she first popped on, and she was just like, um, she was just like, oh, I know you. And I was like, oh, you do? I was like, I know you too. And she's like, yeah, you're that shady one online. I was like, am I shady? Have I ever been shady to you? And she's like, mm-hmm, don't be shady. And I was like, okay, this is going to be a great interview. <laughs> she already hates me. And I think she had me confused with somebody else because I've never shaded her, but now I have. So, I mean, if she's mad at me now, I understand because I did throw a little shade. But I'm a shady bitch. That's what I do. Is what I do, boo. Okay. Okay. Um, that's Larsa and Alexia and her beef with them. I don't think any of the other ladies have, aside from Adriana, like slipping into the comments and Alexia Marisol going on their podcast, not a whole lot. There hasn't been a whole lot of news this week, or actually there was for yesterday's episode, but since yesterday, there's not been a whole lot of news. So that's why I'm going to give you a little personal life update, a little funny story. And we're going to get into love is blind because my God. Who is watching? Spoilers ahead, because we're just, we're gonna get into you know a recap of the first six episodes, because the first six episodes are up on the Netflix right now, and we're loving the Netflix, right? It's doing all the things, and I'm also thinking after since we were talking about Love Is Blind yesterday, and it triggered like all those old school reality shows with like um, Next and Rock of Love and Flavor of Love and Charm School. I think we're gonna do an episode where we dive back into those episodes or those old shows and we just like relive them the worst of the worst and the best of the best. because uh, those shows were wild. I think that would be fun to do a whole like episode deep diving into all of that. Loving it. Um also I am gonna be on Jeff Lewis Live this Wednesday. So if you guys are if you're tuning in, definitely get ready because I'm going to be on there. With, it's going to be me and Doug. We're going to be living life with Jeff Lewis. Let's get it, get it, get it. Very grateful. Very excited. Can't wait. It will be live tomorrow. Um, I think it's like at 9 a.m., 8 a.m. 
8 something, 8 or 9 a.m. in the morning, Sirius XM. Listen to Jeff Lewis Live on Sirius XM. Download the Sirius XM app now so you can tune into Jeff Lewis Live. Let's get a girl, get a get a girl to the front, to the right, to the back, girl. It's your night. I know he thinks you're fun and stuff, but does he know how to wind you up? Mm-mm-mm. Sorry. You guys don't even know how much I'm struggling this morning with how hungover I am today. Oof. Um, okay. Let's talk about love is blind or is it But before we do, I just want you guys to remember if you have a pet, just remember how precious they are and how, remember how much you love them because your pet is one of a kind and so is their journey. And while every playful moment is a memory in the making, sometimes our cats and dogs are a little too good at getting in trouble. Boy, do I know it. My couch can show you. And that's why you should check out ASPCA Pet Health Insurance. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness prevention plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they may need. They allow you to customize your plan, helping to ensure your pet's plan is as unique as they are because vet bills can really add up, especially when you're least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash no filter. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash no filter. Filter. Again, that's ASPCA petinsurance.com slash no filter. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer and is not engaged in the business of insurance. Whew. I know one thing that I'm really excited to have right now is Factor, okay? If you want to start eating healthier without all the guesswork, Factor is delicious, ready-to-eat meals, make eating better, make, make eating better every day easy. So wherever tomorrow takes you, whatever journey it takes you on, you'll be prepared. You'll be ready with pre-prepared chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. When you're feeling like me and you're tired, then you know what? <clears throat> get you some get you some factor meals, okay? It's flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to eight meal plans per week. Plus, you can pause. You can just put, put that plan on pause like it's Dorinda. If you need to pause it, put it on some ice. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, and there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash nofilter50 and use code nofilter50, that's nofilter50, to get 50% off. That's code nofilter50 at factormeals.com slash nofilter50. Get that 50%. Okay. Um, and listen, I have to tell you, I've been sleeping so good lately, and that's because Ball & Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets 
without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I just got some and they are delicious. You're going to love them. Your partner's going to love them. Whoever is sleeping in your bed, your pup, your boo, your mistress, they're going to love these sheets, okay? They use the rarest 100% organic cotton that's traceable from family farm to your family home. Ball and Brand sheets have a natural unmatched softness and get softer with every wash. You can feel the difference with their 30-night worry-free guarantee. Listen, you'll sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Ball and Branch. Get 20% off your first order when you use promo code Zach, Z-A-C-K, at ballandbranch.com. That's ball with a B-O-O, sorry, with a B-O-L-L, B-O-L-L. So that's Ball and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H, ballandbranch.com. Use promo code Zach, Z-A-C-K, Limited time only. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Love Is Blind. We have new episodes that drop on the twenty first, which is this Wednesday. So excited about, ready for it. But I mean, this new season. I have not. Um, I saw you in the background of the Bravo cast pick they released. What was the Bravo? Sweet, what cast? What cast pick? There's a Bravo cast picture. Oh, from Beverly Hills, the finale? Am I in the background? Bravo released? I mean, I... Oh. Interest in Tedesante. Where did they release this cast photo of... If you guys can find it, let me know. Tina, Tina Ball, tell me where you can find it. So I can pop it up. Okay, but let's get into Love is Blind because this season, I haven't watched Love. So I saw the first season. So good. The Hamiltons, oof. Cameron, oof. I still, I still want to have wet dreams about Cameron. Um, But so Love is Blind season one, exceptional. I'm actually surprised because I feel like some of the Netflix shows have kind of fallen off as the seasons have gone on. They weren't really what they were at the height, like when we were in pandemic years and everybody was watching them. But I feel like this season has brought it back. We had a couple of moments in like past seasons, but I feel like this season is lit. The first two episodes are like, OMG, fire, spicy, all of it. Okay, so let's get into some of the main players from Love is Blind, which also, what season was Shake on? Because Shake was a good one. He was on House of Villains. If anyone caught House of Villains, he was on Love is Blind. The Shake season was a good season. I think that was like season two, right? Maybe season three. I In the middle, I kind of got lost. I don't think I saw like four or five. Or maybe I saw four and not five. I don't know. There are like two seasons I didn't tune into for Love is Blind. But then everyone started talking about it again. And I decided to watch it. And I was like, damn. This season be killing it. Um, but let's see. Who should we start with? Because this cast is pretty, pretty great. Um, and we'll get into the Megan Fox of it all. Whew. Baby. Um. Hold on. I want to make sure we have all of these photos. Because this cast is really bringing it. And some of them are like a hunk of hunk of burn in love. Okay, hold on. So should we start with the guys or the ladies? Let's start with, okay, we'll start with the people that didn't go all the way. The people we need justice for, okay? So we come in. So the premise of Love is Blind, for anyone that hasn't seen it yet, is you have all of these straight people. And they come in. And they're split up into the men's quarters and the women's quarters. And then they have to go into these pods and basically date each other. But the pods, it's like this cute little 
like living room, but like it's where you can hear your partner, but you can't see them. And that's why they're pods. So you're only getting to know them based off of like their personality and their, you know, like the parts of them that are non-physical, which to be fair, Love is Blind is kind of a little unfair because like they're all attractive and, you know, you're not going to be like, oh, I fell in love with your personality, but you look like a troll doll. Like you're not going to have to worry about that. Like for the most part, like you may not be fully attracted to them, but like you're not going to find anybody that's, you know, not that there's anything wrong with, you know, people that look like trolls, like everybody, you know, listen, sometimes I see people and I'm like, how did you get a boyfriend? And I'm still single. But then I'm like, because I'm a bitch. Um, but so anyway, we have these two people, okay? Because everyone's dating each other. And then eventually, as the connections go on, if you feel like a strong connection with somebody, then you can propose to your partner. And then that's when you get to see them for the first time. You do the proposal. And then they set up the scene where they open the doors and you get to see each other. And then you're like, oh, my God, it's you. You're so hot. Or like, oh, my God, that's not what I thought you looked like. But I have to love you anyway. And then we have to see. They have to, like, go on vacation together. And then we have to see whether or not they're actually going to make it down the aisle, which is, like, super awkward because then you have the wedding. And then you have all of their family there. And sometimes the family family's like, we're not like, this is stupid. Like, we're not going to pretend that this wedding is real when it's not really real. But like, sometimes it's real. And then sometimes you get left at the altar. And that's like, really sad. So there are two people who I think are, are both hot, right? So we have Trevor. Trevor is just this like meathead. He's this hunk of hunk of burning love. He's got a mullet, but like the mullet actually works for him. He also has like this weird thing on his his forehead. I don't know if it's like psoriasis or a hair transplant or what, but like the the lining of his hairline is just like red. And again, I'm like, what is this a hair transplant? Did we get plugs? Is it still or like what is happening I don't know but like also like camp like production can just do it's just like a little concealer or something I don't know but anyway so Trevor is a hunk hunk of burning love right and he gets done dirty because they don't end up the the girls don't end up picking him even though I think he is like the hunk of the batch right so we have Trevor poor Trevor but then we also have oh wait that's not her we have Jess and Jess is like so hot right Jess actually, in my head, kind of looks like Megan Fox, right? She, like, kind of resembles Megan Fox. Like, when people are like, oh, I can kind of see it. Like, in Jess, I can kind of see it. Jess can say, I kind of look like Megan Fox, and I will believe her, right? I'll be like, oh, people, I actually kind of, I can see it. You're a hot girl. Um, not, we'll get into that. But so... Jess, also another one, has great connections with these guys and then in the end also doesn't get chosen, right? And it's just like these people that are so attractive, like how is it that their personalities are this terrible that people don't want to choose them to propose to them, right? Now, we also have Matthew. Matthew is a cutie patootie, but I also I think low-key autistic. And I can say that because my brother has autism. And listen, I spent 10 years helping the autism community. I still, you know... Yeah, I still give back. I helped with the whole poker tournament last year for adults on the autism spectrum. But listen, I, I've seen enough of it to know he's a little quirky. He's got very much um, socialization issues. I can see it. He's also very particular. Like Matthew comes into the pods and like has 
a list of questions. Like I have a list of questions, one through 15, pick a question and I'll ask, and I'll ask you the question. And then the girls are like, okay, number four. And he's like, okay, what does your hair smell like? Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but he'll like ask him a random question and then they'll answer and they'll be like, okay, now what about you, Matthew? And then if he doesn't like the answer, like he doesn't even stick right. He just literally gets up and walks out of the room. I don't know if that was an editing thing or not, but like straight up, like if he, from what we see on the show, he asks them a question and if his, if your answer is not to his liking, he just pieces out. He's like, all right, peace. He literally doesn't even say bye, just gets up and walks out. And then they're like, hello, are you still there? And then the producers would be like, oh, he left. And then the girls are like, oh, thank God. That was so awkward. That was so uncomfortable. Anyway, so Matthew ends up falling in love and, um, ends up playing two girls against each other, right? One of them, I believe, was A.D. We'll get to A.D. in a minute. But so he's talking to A.D., and then he's talking to this other girl, and he's telling them he loves them, and he wants to meet their dad, and he wants to propose to them, and he wants to have babies with them. And he's, like, leading them both on, and he's telling them both the same thing. And we don't even know that. We're just seeing his love story play out with A.D., who's gorgeous girl, right? Gorgeous. She ends up matching with another guy down the line. But so Matthew ends up like selling this whole story to AD and she's like all in love with him. And she's like, yes, I'm not typically into white boys, but I'm into this white boy and I'm going to get it. And he is selling her, you know, the whole nine yards. And then she goes back into the women's quarters because all the women are living together. And so they're talking about their dates and whatever. And then she meets this other girl and this other girl's like, oh my God, Matthew. And he's so great. And he told me he's in love with me. And, and he said he wants to meet my dad. And then AD was like, what? AD was like ready to throw hands. She was like, this damn bitch. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is what these boys do in these streets. They tell you that they love you. They tell you that they want to be with you. They tell you they are ready to go all the way. And you know what? They're not. They want to tell you that they are and their words want to say one thing and their actions want to do another thing. And it's just like, mm-mm-mm. you can't trust anybody. These hoes ain't loyal. Okay. And Matthew is one of these hoes. And he ain't loyal because he's over here selling two girls the same damn story. And you don't know until you see the other bitch and you and then you're mad at the other bitch only to realize I shouldn't be mad at the other bitch. I should be mad at Matthew. But why aren't we mad at Matthew? Because we never blame the men. We always blame ourselves. <sighs> Sorry. I had to get that off my chest. But anyway. Matthew then ends up, so the other girl finds out that Matthew's selling this whole story to AD, and then she's all heartbroken, so then she just leaves the competition. I'm like, that's dumb. Why are you going to leave the competition? You might as well find yourself a man. Get yourself some good dick on here, right? Why not? Like, I would not quit. I would not be, well, I mean, if I thought that I was going to leave solo dolo, I listen, I would be like Jess, okay? Jess was fucking hot. Jess is a catch. She has a, a kid, but you know what? She's a hot mom. You know what they're saying at, at, at pickup? They're like, ooh, I don't know what her son's name. We're going to say his name is Johnny. And they're like, Johnny's mom has got it going on. You know, listen, she's giving all, she's giving all Johnny's friends boners. Like she's just, all the dads at pickup are wishing that their wives look like that, okay? And you know, you know that all the other guys that didn't pick her in the end, now that they're watching the show, you know damn well that they are regretting it, okay? So Matthew, we can say thank you next to, even though he is kind of cute. I mean, the glasses and the muscles, and he's just like, he's very hunky, right? But Trevor, I think, is the real catch. We just need to do something about the psoriasis on his forehead. But aside from that, listen, we can't all be perfect. 
I hate mullets, but I will say on Trevor, the mullet works. And his arms, like he is just a beef hippie. And he comes in and he's just like, I, I don't want people to judge me thinking I'm some meathead. I'm like, but you are. And he's like, but I'm more than that. Clearly not if nobody picked you. But listen, Trevor would have been my first pick. Okay. And Jessica too. And now everybody in the internet wants Jess and Trevor to get together and for them to have a full on love story. It seems like they're friends based off of some of the comments online, but it doesn't look like they're dating, but I want them to date because like, come on. Could you imagine the two of them together? Like, boom, make some more babies. Give Jess baby number two. We already seen what she looks like after baby number one. She bounced back. She's going to keep it good. You know who would like that? Clay. Okay. Now let's get to AD and Clay. So we have AD. Very sweet girl, looking for love, deserving of love, gorgeous girl. She's got, you know, how does she describe herself? I'm 5'5 five five with thick thighs and brown eyes. And I was like, yes, because then she ends up going and she picks Clay. <sighs> tall, handsome man, you know, tall, very attractive black man who was very upset that he was in competition with Matthew, because he was like, Matthew, uh, that that guy isn't even in my league. Listen, you can tell that he was not feeling the mediocre white boys. I, on the other hand, love a good mediocre white boy. Give me a slice of Wonder Bread all day. I was like, listen, some of these guys too, they are garbage, okay? They are garbage, trash men. And I'm like, oh, that's just my type. I look like Megan Fox too. You know, I'm like, boys, hi. Jeremy, mm, Jeremy's an alcoholic, but I'm here for it, right? Johnny is so basic and looks like a koala, but like, mm, cuddle up with me, baby. Jimmy, oh, don't even get me started on Jimmy. Jimmy has all the red flags, and I'm just like, yes, give me those red flags. Let's get it, get it, get it. Um, but so anyway, we have Clay who picks AD because AD gets dumped by Matthew. And when Matthew leaves the competition, because then he realizes he broke the other girl's heart and he doesn't want to marry AD, even though he said he wanted to marry AD. And AD's like, what? You said you wanted to marry me and now you don't want to marry me. And he's like, nah, I'm good. Bye. And then you see her talking to Clay. And Clay is like, okay, AD, tell me what you look like. Which <laughs> defeats the whole purpose of the, of the experiment, right? It's a social experiment and you're supposed to like get to know each other outside of the physical stuff. And AD is like, excuse me, bro. No, I'm not going to tell you what I look like. You're going to find out what I like. You need to fall in love with me. If you want to be my lover, you got to date all my friends and all my friends are in my head and they're my multiple personalities. Okay. And so Clay is like, well, I'm not going to pick you if I don't know what you look like. And she's like, I could tell him that I got, you know, that I'm five, five with thick thighs and brown eyes, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stick to my guns. And listen, you know, she goes to the gym because she got them guns. And then Clay is like, you know what? Fine. Which, listen, also so many red flags with Clay. The fact that he was intimidated by Matthew, that he thinks is Wonder Bread. Listen, some people like Wonder Bread. Some people like multi-grain bread. That's too many grains in it, right? It's a little too much. Okay. I don't like that much, you know, going on. I just like it very basic, very simple, and very mediocre. Okay. That's my type. And, you know, but just with red flags, you know, like like a, a sandwich. And then, you know, on the sandwich, they have the little toothpick. And on the toothpick, it has a little red flag sticking out. That's my type. Um, very clear. Head on. But so they end up being one of the first couples to go and get engaged, right? And then the next couple that we see get engaged. Well, let's see. Let's start with Johnny. Johnny's a cutie patootie, right? I think he kind of looks like a koala. He's very, like basic, 
right? He doesn't have a whole lot. He's got a little bit of the long hair. He's got some of the facial hair. He's got a little scruff in him. He's just like a very nice, good, wholesome boy, right? And good for Johnny. Who did Johnny end up? Um, and I think Johnny is just a very nice, good boy, has manners. We're liking Johnny, right? And Johnny ends up with Amy. And Amy... Amy's a sweet girl, right? Not a, you know, she's pretty, you know, she's pretty. She's got a nice, she's got a good thing going on. She's very, you know, simple. Like they're both just like a happy couple. I can actually see them kind of go the distance because it's usually the boring couples that don't have a whole lot going on that are ones that end up going all the way. Okay. There's not a whole lot to say about them because like I said, they're very basic and very boring. But then we also, who else? So we have Clay and AD. We have Johnny and Amy. Okay, so we also have Jeremy and, and Laura. And I've been DMing with Jeremy because I want to get him on the podcast because I also think he's kind of cute, but like low-key and alcoholic. Okay, first of all, the photo, the cast photo that they have of Jeremy is not serving because it looks like his hair is starting to thin. And he's actually very cute. But he clearly has a drinking problem because you can see that after him and Laura end up getting engaged. And Laura, I can't, like, Laura reminds me of someone. Very, you know, very pretty girl, nice blonde hair, busty. You know, she's living life, right? She's looking good. She's got the whole girl boss vibe to her, you know. And the two of them, I actually think, are kind of a cute couple. I don't know what it is about Jeremy. I don't know if it's the fact that his hair is thinning or his eyebrows are starting to go, but there's just something about him that makes me weak at the knees, okay? Again, you know my type is trash. So you see that after they get engaged, and they seem to have some zing and some sizzle, right? Johnny and Amy, some zing and some, zing and some sizzle. I think Aidy and Clay are probably one of the couples that will stand out a bit more, that will have a lot more to say. But when it does come to Jeremy, I do think he has a bit of a drinking problem because we see when they finally go on vacation, after they get engaged, all the couples get to go and they travel together. And they usually go to like some tropical location and this is where they get to like sleep together for the first time and like get to know each other. And the first night, Jeremy is just like litty city in the pool and Laura's just like, oh, oh my God. She's like, okay, I'm going to go to bed soon. And he's just like, go to bed soon. The night is young. We're just getting started. And I'm like, oh, he is a frat boy that is not ready. Like this is Peter Pan syndrome written all over it. Give it to me. Okay. And then we have, who else do we have? Oh, we have Brittany and Kenneth. Again, not that exciting of a couple. You know, Kenneth, cute, right? Brittany, Cute. She reminds me of Brittany from uh, Vanderpump, right? She kind of got like a country bumpkin little vibe to her, you know, heavy on the Botox with a high brow. And she just, she's cute, right? She's got a bubbly personality. She reminds me of, um, have you guys seen Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn? And they go to Vince Vaughn's house and one of the brothers has her, has the wife. And she's just like, hi, everybody. Ordovers, I got cheese. It's spray cheese and Ritz crackers. And then Reese Witherspoon's like, ooh, fancy. We fancy up in this bitch. And she's just like, want some Ordovers? And I'm just like, yes, that's some Britney Cartwright right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's how I imagine Jackson Brittany on the Valley. But okay, so we have them also fine couple. They seem to have like some level of like deep emotional connection. I actually think they have a strong chance of moving forward as well. Biggest red flag couples though are Clay and AD, and then we see Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy is a cutie patootie, right? 
I think he's cute. Some people are like, he looks like string cheese or he looks like he is basic AF. And listen, he is, but that's my type. But then we also have Chelsea. Introduce Chelsea, Chelsea, bang, bang, okay? And Chelsea, Chelsea, bang, bang, great personality. But so the reason people are so fired up about Chelsea is because in the pods, like I said, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to like actually talk about, or I guess you're not not allowed to talk about each other's looks. But so- I think they were having a conversation, Jimmy and Chelsea, about celebrity doppelgangers, right? And he's just like, who would you say is your celebrity doppelganger? And she's like, mm, I don't know, but people tell me I look like Megan Fox. And then, you know, every all of us watching at home are like, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. That's a throwback to Tiffany Pollard. New York from Flavor of Love when hottie, cuckoo crazy hottie is like, my friends tell me I remind them of Beyonce and you're just jealous. And then New York is like, Beyonce, Beyonce, more like Luther Vandross, you know? And so now everyone's gotten talking because everyone's like, oh, does she look like Megan Fox? And then if you put up like a side-by-side comparison, listen, I put up a side-by-side comparison of her in her confessional and her cute red dress and Megan Fox in her cute red dress. And I'm just like, listen, I'm sorry. I do not see the resemblance. So many people in the comments are like, that don't be mean. I can kind of see it. I'm like, where? If you like tilt your head and and squint your eyes and put a Khloe Kardashian filter on it, I don't see it. No, thank you. I'm sorry. She's a lovely girl. Here's the thing. She's lovely and she's got a great personality, right? But Jimmy, you know Jimmy, because Jimmy even says when he meets her, he, he, they get engaged, right? And Because she tells him she looks like Megan Fox. But then they get engaged and they open the doors and they see each other for the first time. And Chelsea Chelsea Bang Bang is like running towards him, right? Like a linebacker. And she's like, oh my God, you're so hot. And he's just like, oh my God, who is that? And he's just like, that is not Megan Fox. And then in his confessional, he's sitting there and he's just like, you know, Chelsea did lie to me about how she looks. She told me she looked like Megan Fox, but like, you know, I'm still attracted to her. Like, you know, I, I I can work with that. And he's like saying this through like nervous laughter, right? He's like, or like a nervous smile and like kind of like, <laughs> I can work with that. And Chelsea's just like, I love you. Do you love me? I love you. And her eyes are like popping out. Like she's got those Mary Cosby, Ramona eyes. And she's just like, do you love me? Do you attract, are you attracted to me? How you feel about me? And I'm just like, girl. Tone it down. And she keeps asking, like, are you disappointed? Do you love me? Are you are you into me? Are you into me? And I'm just like, girl, tone it down. Like, just breathe. He said he's into you, okay? He was expecting Megan Fox. And, you know, he got something else. But, like, listen. And people are like, that's mean to compare her to Megan Fox. I was like, I didn't compare her to Megan Fox. She could, listen, she set the bar too high. She compared herself to Megan Fox, and that's a really high bar, right? Like, listen, that's going to be my pickup line now. Uh, before people meet me, on, I'm just going to have no profile pictures on dating apps, and I'm just going to say, I look like Megan Fox. It's mean, to tell her that she looks like Megan Fox, number one. And it's mean to tell Jimmy that she looks like Megan Fox. Listen, Jimmy is not much of a prize, right? Like I said, very basic, very mediocre, very vanilla. People are saying he looks like string cheese. Sure, he kind of does look like string cheese, right? But like, he's not going out there and saying, I look like Brad Pitt, right? Or I look like um, Ryan Gosling or Ryan Phillippe. If he said he looked like, and people are like, well, he, she does kind of look like Megan Fox. Like I can see it in the eyebrows. I'm like in the eyebrows. 
Everybody has eyebrows. And for the most part, they're the same shape. Some are a little more high or low, but like for the most part, everybody has eyebrows. If you see it in the eyebrows, first of all, Megan Fox's eyebrows are drawn on. Those are like heavily filled in. So I think it's mean to tell her she looks like Megan Fox. But she's also just like, but it's just in the eyes, which to be fair, they both have green eyes. But like a lot of people have green eyes. That doesn't mean they look like Megan Fox. But so he walks out when they when they introduce them. He, if you haven't seen Love is Blind yet, if you've seen The Traitors, okay? You know that scene where MJ walks in and Peter's having a secret meeting and MJ's like, oh, what's going on, guys? And they're like, can you leave? And she's like, oh, oh why? And they're like, because we're talking. Can you leave? And she has like that like, you know, jaw open, like kind of blank stare face. That's what Jimmy looked like when he saw Chelsea. And then she kept just being like, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Am I what you expected? What did you expect? He fucking expected Megan Fox. Okay. And then he tells her, he's like, you know, yesterday I was really considering leaving this experiment. And she's like, what? That doesn't make me feel good that you were considering leaving this experiment. And she's like, what kept you around? I was like, what kept him around is he thought he landed himself a Megan Fox. But you know who does look like Megan Fox? Jess. And Jess is the one that he turned down for Chelsea and Jess told him she's like watch when you see me your jaw is gonna drop heads will roll you're gonna regret it because she's hot and I know that the show is about not being superficial and not being all about looks but like come on we're humans we're superficial we're vain it's the same reason I get Botox it's the same reason you know Anybody that wants to be like, no, love is on the inside. Fuck off, okay? Because you're not going to like just embrace your inner beauty, but also embrace your outer beauty, okay? We're all a little superficial. Maybe I'm a little jaded because I'm from Los Angeles. We're all a little superficial. That's why you're over there putting that dog filter on Snapchat on your Instagram pictures, right? You're doing all those crazy filters because you want to look like Megan Fox, period, end of story. But so Jimmy and... Um, Chelsea, now I feel bad for like shading her, but like, come on. Um, but then we get to the vacation and you can tell he is just not into her and she's coming off so strong. She's, I'm sure a very nice girl, but she's also, you can tell just a little insecure. And I'm just like, babe, you are a gorgeous woman. You are a catch. You have a great personality. If this boy is not into you and you're picking up on that energy, that's on him. And listen, if you leave him, Chelsea, we're all going to be rooting for you. Okay, we're going to be rooting for you, boo. We're going to drop the Megan Foss comparisons, but like we're still rooting for you. Okay. But you can just tell he is not feeling her. He's not into her. He just doesn't really want to connect with her. Um, I'm very curious to see what happens when he chooses Jess. But so the interesting thing, too, is Trevor also Trevor, the meathead, the hunk, hunk of burn and love. He also proposed to or he was going to propose to Chelsea. Um, so you could listen, Chelsea was able to land two great guys, right? Or two attractive, they're all attractive, but like Trevor is a real hunk of hunk of burning love. Like he's a man and you know, Jimmy is fine. You know, he's, he's a cutie patootie, but you know, he's fine. He's mediocre. Um, but so you can tell like if she won them both over with her personality, she is a catch. Okay. She is a catch. But so, um, Poor Jimmy is just wishing he would have picked Jess. And you know, Chelsea's wishing she probably would have picked Trevor. But I think she's regretting not picking Trevor because Jimmy isn't all that. But then we get into a we get back to AD and Clay, 
right? And AD and Clay. Also, we saw when Clay was asking AD what she looked like up front, she should have said Megan Fox. That's the party line. I look like Megan Fox. She should have said that. Could you imagine? And then he saw her. Um, not that, again, AD's also a very attractive woman. Like these are all very attractive women. They're all catches. The fact that their personalities are what's hooking these men even better, right? But so, we have it ends the first the sixth episode ends with them all on vacation and then AD and Claire having this conversation about um you know how he loves that she looks so good and she's just like well you know I'm in the she's like but I look this good because I work this hard and I'm in the I'm up in the gym just working on my fitness he's my witness every day and he's like that's right and you're gonna stay in the gym and she's like what and she's like what if I have a baby and like my body gets a little out of shape he's like no don't worry babe I'll take care of you I'll make sure you get your ass in the gym every day and she's just looking at him and we're all just looking at him like excuse me sir what did you just say to her no you didn't no you didn't don't talk to her like that because we will be up in arms, okay? We will be tweeting it up. You don't speak to AD like that. AD is a prize, okay? So is Chelsea. But AD is a prize. These women are great women. And the fact that they put these trash men on these shows, like, give me a good man. I mean, but the good ones are like Johnny, you know, who's like boring or Kenneth, boring, you know? <sighs> anyway. So he's over there and that's how it ends. It's like it gets explosive and it gets feisty because he's over there telling AD that he's he's not going to let her let her body go, that he's going to make sure she stays in the gym. Ladies, if a man told you that, two th that was the biggest red flag from him when he was like, I'm going to make sure you stay working out and you always keep it snatched. And she's just like, excuse you, I'm a real woman and I have curves and I'm going to let them hang out if I want to let them hang out and I'm going to do me. I need to do me, Lucius. I need to do me. And then... When homie Jimmy was over there in the confessional and he's just like, I can work with that. Like, again, no, men, this is not what you say. This is why men are trash. We're all just going to become lesbians at this point, And I am here for it. <sighs> okay. Let's see what you guys have to see. Oh, you guys are saying she looks like Jordan Sparks. She does kind of look like Jordan Sparks. You know that? Um, she does kind of look like Jordan Sparks. <laughs> Um, okay, I can't stop laughing. Oh, well, I'm glad you're laughing. Uh, oh, you okay, apparently. Um, see, so many people are saying that they don't see the Megan Fox comparison. Thank you. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. But listen, I'm not going to go out there and be like, yeah, I look like Denzel Washington. And if you look close and you squint your eyes and you really try to make it out, like you could be like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see it. Listen, don't be that friend. We all have that friend. I have that friend. I know exactly who that friend is, where if I tell him I look like Megan Fox, he'll be like, bitch, yes, you do. You look like Megan Fox. You go get yourself a transformer. And I'd be like, yes. And you walk out with that delusion. We all have that one friend. And listen, sometimes that friend is great because sometimes you need a little Dululu in your life. But you also need that friend that's going to humble and check you. And I have that other friend too who checks me all the time. And I'm just like, got it. Thank you. Way to make me feel insecure again. Her facial features actually are very similar, but her face shape and her hair and body are so different. Michelle, that escalated very quickly. <laughs> She's like, her facial features actually do kind of look like Megan Fox, but her whole face, her whole hair, and her whole body don't. Well, what part of her does look like Megan Fox? 
Oh, man, you guys are funny. You guys are ruthless and toothless. What did Michelle say? She brought it up. Exactly. She's the one that brought it up. And when she brought it up, she compared herself to Megan Fox. She looks nothing like Megan Fox. Yeah. Probably tattooed eyebrows. Oh, you think Megan Fox has tattooed eyebrows? up oh you're gonna choke why am i choke who's gonna choke i'm hanging on by a thread who is everyone's who would you guys say i look like denzel washington i can see it um who would you say is my celebrity doppelganger oh we have a shannon doherty doppelganger we have a jessica beale doppelganger we have a princess diana okay Yes, I look like Princess Diana to a blind person. Listen, the show is called Love is Blind, okay? Or if you want to lean into Shake, Shake said love is blurry. And if you don't have your glasses on, you could be like, listen, even without your glasses on, you see Chelsea running at you. You're not going to think that's Megan Fox. Again, she's a very, I feel like such an asshole. She's a lovely woman. She's gorgeous. She's pretty. She's got gorgeous eyes. I'm sure she has a heart of gold, Okay. Oh, my family says my celebrity doppelganger is Meghan Mark Meghan Markle. I don't like Meghan Markle. Anything to do with Meghan Markle just kind of Oh, happy birthday, Endub. Oh my goodness. How did I completely guys, it was Endub's birthday on Sunday. I don't know how my brain completely blanked and how my hangover brain is even working right now, but everybody needs to give Endub some love for her birthday. It was on Sunday. Happy birthday, end up. Bow, bow, bow. Get a girl, get a, get a girl. To the front, to the right, to the back girl. Is she or not? I know he thinks you're fine and stuff, but does he know how to wind you up? Um, Happy birthday, end up. Everybody give end up some love. Oh, my birthday. What's today? Her birthday was yesterday. Oh, Monday. Why did I think it was Sunday? It was Monday. Why did I think it was Sunday? Sorry, my brain. I don't even... I thought today was Wednesday. <sighs> Monday was Endup's birthday. Yesterday was Endup's birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Um, if you had a tan, you look like Desi Arnaz, Lucia Ball's ex-husband. Isn't he dead? Listen, I can look like a corpse work. Um, all right. Okay, guys, everybody has a birthday now. Okay, happy birthday to everybody on the 14th, the 15th, the 16th, the 17th, the 18th, the 19th, the 20th. I know your birthday was in November. Happy birthday to you too. Happy birthday to everybody. I think you would be a Ken Barbie. I would be a Ken Barbie. I'm not even blonde anymore, babe. <sighs> he was a handsome Cuban man. Oh, I'm sure he was. Let, let me look him up. Let's see. Lucille Ball X husband. Um. Oh, oh, he was Ricky. Oh, you said I look like Ricky Ricardo. Okay, he cute. I didn't realize she was actually married to Ricky Ricardo. Why didn't you guys just say Ricky Ricardo? <sighs> All right. 
Desi was a player and good looking. Zach, give me Zach from Saved by the Bell. People did say something about me reminding them of Saved by the Bell. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't believe any of you guys. Okay, unless you tell me I look like Megan Fox, I don't believe any of you. Dustin Diamond. Oh, Mary Ann. Stout. You said I look like Dustin Diamond. I mean, listen, I got a big dick like him, but I don't think I look like him. You kids don't know anything from the past. Thank you. Screech. I do not look like Screech. Zach, you could pass for having Asian in you. I mean, I've been in Asian, but I've never had Asian in me. Um, Much better looking than Ricky Ricardo. Oh, thank you, Val. Nev from Cat. Okay, people do say Nev from Cat. That I've gotten more recently as I've grown out some of my facial hair and gone back to my dark hair. People have said Nev. I will say that Ezra Miller, I think I did. There was a guy that I dated back in like 2020 when we were doing like digital dates, you know. He said I reminded him of Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller was his type. Hmm. Okay. Mary Ann Stout, they have dark haired Barbies. They're not Barbies though. They're Kens. They're Ken dolls. Dark hair version of Zach on Save. Oh, a dark hair version of Zach on Save by the Bow. Interesting. I'm going to post some of these on my Instagram story and we'll have people vote. It's the indigenous blood in our Latino heritage. I look Asian too. Yeah, see, we do have Asian features. I agree with that. I have no Asian in me though. Yes to Nev. I would actually agree with Nev. Oh, you said Zach Morris, not Screech. Yeah, I don't think I look like Screech at all. But anyway, now that we've gotten through all of that stuff, I need to tell you guys about my Monday night. Okay, so who here has been like a has been listening to the podcast since like 2021? Okay, because this is a throwback. Tell me if you remember Apartment Boy. Okay, Apartment Boy has resurfaced, <clears throat> and I went out with him last night. And let me tell you, my type has changed um, so much. Um, so, backstory, right? Apartment Boy and I met on like, oh, Mallory remembers Apartment Boy. Remember, we hated Apartment Boy. So, I went out with Apartment Boy last night. It's going to come back full circle, okay? Full circle. So, backstory. We met on, we matched on Tinder. We matched on Bumble, right? And years ago, like I'm talking maybe like 2018, 2019, whatever, right? We match. He's hits me up and he's like, Hey, gorgeous. Hey, beautiful. Like all the things, right? Then eventually like our conversations fall off. We don't really go anywhere. And then next thing you know, it, I end. he ends up getting hired at the front desk of the building that I was living at at the time. And I was like, Oh, now he lives here. That'll be fun on a lunch break. We can just bang it out real quick. You know? Okay. Let's get it. <clears throat> That didn't work out as we all know, because he was a bit of a fuck boy, um, but he worked in the apartment building, whatever. And I think just like, I don't know if he was like fully into me after meeting me. I, I don't know. But so it didn't really end up going in where he was a total fuck boy. He would kind of, you know, be like, yes, I'll be there at your Christmas party and then like not show up or like he would always like agree to things and then never show up to things. And like he was just very flaky. Okay. Then he ends up not living in my apartment anymore or not working in my apartment building anymore. He ends up getting a job somewhere else, whatever. I later ended up finding out that there was somebody that worked in my apartment building. This is my old apartment that worked in my old apartment building that was 
slip in some details um, confidential details that only staff would have access to in my file. And that's how, you know, that's how people like, you know, a little up and at them on the internet were getting privy to some of the information that they were digging up on me. That information got out to them. And I was originally thinking that apartment boy was possibly the one that was spreading some of this information because again, he worked there and had access to my file and had access to details. And sometimes he would casually kind of slip things about other people, right? in the building be like, ooh, this bitch racked up $100,000 or she hasn't paid her rent and COVID won't let us evict her and all that stuff, right? So anyway, he, after, like, I remember, um, like, we had gone out for lunch one time. Um, he had just, like, lost a relative and so I took him out to lunch and I was like, listen, it's okay. I know what that's like, you know, been there I whatever just had margaritas and had lunch chatted and he was just like listen I don't think I want to date anybody right now I think I just want to be friends you and I and I was like okay that's fine but in my head I was like but I'm not really looking to be friends like I don't need any more friends I don't really want to like be friends with you I'm good right let's move on thank you next so didn't really after we had that conversation of like let's be friends I ended up like a couple weeks afterwards being like, eh, I don't need him in my life. Unfollow. He doesn't work in my building. Unmatch on the dating apps. At that point, I think I had left the dating apps and I had unfollowed him. He got so upset and so offended that I unfollowed him. And I was like, well, why would I unfollow? Like, why would I keep following you? I don't have any interest in like keeping up with what you're doing with your life. I don't think that that's a bad thing. I just don't see us hanging out anytime soon. He's like, well, I always invite you out. And I was like, but I just don't want to go out. Like, that's not me. You like to go out. You like to drink. You like to club hop. Good for you. That's your personality. That ain't my personality. I'm not into that shit. No, nothing against it. It just isn't me. Okay. I'm a do me, Lucius. I'm a do me. Anyway, fast forward. I ended up inviting him to my Valentine's Day show the other night. Cause I'm like, mm, baby, we, we up here. I need to show you what you're missing out on. I need to show you. I was Jess from love is blind. And I was like, listen, Jimmy, you want to see what you missed out on? A bitch is here. Um, so I invited him to my show for free and he came to my show for free. And I was actually surprised. I did not think that could you have just muted apartment boy? Yes, I could have. I, he was muted. And then I realized I don't want to follow him. He doesn't deserve my follow. You know, I'm not going to give him that, you know, 239th follow. Let him stay at 237, 238. Anyway, <sighs> he ends up coming. I didn't think he was going to show up because like I said, from what we remember of apartment boy, he commits to things and never ends up going. He never shows up. Okay. So he shows up to the Valentine's Day show whatever, had a good time. I think he left the show early, so I didn't get to see him afterwards. And um, then he texts me the other night, or I think, I don't, I think I ended up like re-following him on Instagram. It's like, oh, that was nice of him. He came to the show. He brought a friend, like good times, right? Refollow him on Instagram. Then he texts me yesterday. And he always would do that a lot too. Um, where he would just like randomly like invite me and be like, come out tonight. Let's do something like, or I'm going out, like come meet me in WeHo. And I was always just like, no, I'm not like a last minute kind of bitch. You're not going to hit me up last minute, which now that I'm telling this story, I realize I found myself in the situation <sighs> tend to attract the same types of situations. Anyway, I digress, but he's like, meet me out in WeHo tonight. 
And yesterday I was like, you know what? It's a holiday. We've been cooped up all day. Haven't really done anything um, today. The dogs have been cooped up all day. I'll give them some CBD treats, give them some bones to play, to nosh on. And maybe daddy will go out and have a drink. Right. So I was like, sure, I'll meet you out for a drink. Just one drink. It's a Monday night. I have to work in the morning. Not going to get shit faced. Right. So fast forward. Um, get there, having a good time. He's got lots of critiques about the Valentine's Day show and lots of, you know, notes for me and all the different things. And I'm just like, and I'm sitting there and I'm kind of just like listening to him, but also just like, baby, when you do your own shows, then you can come and criticize mine. But like, I'm sitting there and I'm listening to him and he's, you know, going off and giving me his notes and little litty city and he's living his best life listen good for him he was having a good time he was enjoying himself no shade but so you know at one point I think I even turned to him I was like so what part of the show did you like (laughs) and we have we have a drink at we were at the abbey we have a drink at the abbey and then we go to this other spot I think it's called motherlode I've never been there before but went there for the first time because they're like let's go to motherlode it's like daddy central and so all the daddies will be there they'll buy us drinks and we ended up going to Mother Lode and it was dead. But by the time we left Mother Lode, it was it was popping, right? So then we go to Mother Lode, we're getting drinks and kind of just chatting, whatever. And then I don't know how the conversation escalated. Okay. And listen, you guys know I am I can pop off on a bitch. I can do all the things. You don't invite me to a fight because I will show up ruthless and toothless. I always got a knife in my back pocket. You know what I mean? Not really, but like, you know what I mean? Um, so <sighs> we're chatting and he has a bit of an ego and maybe I can recognize ego because I have an ego myself. I just like to check my ego. I like to keep myself in check. Listen, the bartender was hot. He was like, you know, hot dude, all lathered up with with like coconut oil tattoos. I was like, oh, this is a good time. We're having fun. We're hanging out. There was this like old man there who was just like clearly hitting on him. And listen, I'm fine. I never go into these types of any sort of social interaction expecting to get hit on or thinking anybody's trying to get at me or flirt with me or anything, right? But so I don't remember what he said, but apartment boy is like talking. He had like additional notes for me. And I'm just like, and talking about how he's going to, you know, he's doing his own content thing and he's, you know, building himself up. And I think I I just turned to him and I'm just like, babe, I love you, which I mean, I just say these things. Sometimes I say them a little too endearingly, too too frugally um, or too openly, not frugal enough. But I was just like, listen. I think you need to check your ego a bit because I think you have a lot of potential and you have a lot of talent, but like your ego gets in your way, you know, and sometimes you don't know when to just kind of tone it down and like, you know, but like put your head down and like be a little humble. I was like, listen, and I was like giving him notes, right? I was like, you gave me notes on my fucking show. Let me give you a little notes on life. And I'm just like, listen, just tone down the ego a little bit and like you're going to soar. 
you're attractive, you're talented, you've got a great personality, you've got great charisma, like you have the pieces of what it takes to be successful. But like earlier in the night too, he's just like, I don't get how Lisa Hochstein is able to go from Lenny, who was super rich, and now she has this other guy who's hot and he's super rich. And like, I, why don't I have a sugar daddy and I could get a sugar daddy and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, maybe you want it too bad. And he's just like, what do you mean? I was like, you're complaining about why you don't have a sugar dad. I was like, listen, guys have offered to fly me on private jets. They've offered to take me on vacation. They want to take care of me. Like I've had great guys want to do all the things. Yes, this was in front of the daddy that was hitting on him. This is he, I've had daddies and great, just like very successful men that have like wanted to take care of me if I wanted to be taken care of. And I was like, but listen, I have, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe it's my ego, but I have too much pride that I would never allow myself to do that. Even my own mother is like, why did you not get on a private jet? And I was like, I just have too much damn pride, right? I just, I can't swallow my pride to get on a private jet that somebody else pays for. I have to prove to myself that I will have a private jet one day and I will fly myself. I will buy myself flowers. You know what I mean? That's just the kind of bitch that I am. And so I'm I'm telling him this and I'm just like, listen, I've like, I don't want a sugar daddy. I don't need a sugar daddy, but I've had guys that have wanted to take care of me. And if you're saying that you don't have guys that want to take care of you and want to be your sugar daddy, then maybe you're just giving off too needy of an energy. And he's just like, no, I have guys that want to do stuff for me all the time too. And I have too much pride too. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, you've literally said the opposite five minutes ago, but whatever. But so then as we're at mother load and I'm giving him some notes, he's getting a little sensitive and he's just like, oh, no, no, no. And he starts popping off and like, and he has his friend who was also there with us and he starts popping off on his friend and he's just throwing a whole little hissy fit. And I'm just like, dude, like, no, no, no. Like I was coming into this with a very, like you were giving me notes, right? Your 18 pages front and back. You were giving me notes and I was not here for your notes, but I listened to them. I heard you. They didn't make sense. Felt like you were just, you know, being a bit of a hater, but like, it's okay. He's like, I also complimented your show and I thought it was really great. And I was like, listen, I appreciate that. I get it. Right. But so I gave him just like a little bit. I think the only real note that I gave him, I didn't need 18 pages. I, I just said, Hey, check your ego at the door. You'll be good. He didn't want to check his ego at the door. And then he popped off and he was going on and on and on and on. And he was like getting loud and getting sassy. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on right now? And then his friend was teaching me about Sniffies. I don't know if you guys have heard about Sniffies, but Sniffies is like a dating app. He's like, you know, Grindr's like where you have a conversation with people, but Sniffies is where you get straight to the point. And I was like, wait, there's something more Grindr than Grindr? And it's like sniffies and it's like you don't see people's faces or torsos. You see their dicks and their assholes. And that's how you, and you just see dicks and assholes on the app. And you just see the map and it's just like a whole bunch of butts on a map. And and then there's a cluster of butts. And it's because that cluster of butts, they're having an orgy. And I'm just like, wow. And he's like, see, there's an orgy happening right now in downtown. And there are 58 people. I'm like, 58 people? Where do they fit? Like, What? And so he's telling me all about, and listen, no shade to him and his sniffies. He, he owned it. He owned who he was. He owned his, like, he was doing the damn thing. And I was like, you know what? He's confident in who he is. And I actually really enjoyed Apartment Boy's friend because Apartment Boy's friend was a nice guy. He was humble. He was kind. Like, it was great, right? 
It was great. And he showed me that there was a cluster of butts happening in downtown. And I was like, wow, if I ever want a cluster of butts and gonorrhea, that's where I'll go. And so anyway, I'm learning about about sniffies, which to me is the equivalent of the Swifties and or in terms of my interest. And then I have apartment boy who's like popping off. And then I have this weird daddy. And I remember saying something shitty to the daddy too, because he was like too busy, like hitting on apartment boy. But like, I don't, it's so annoying when people will hit on someone right in front of you and ignore that you're also like there, you know, like you can flirt with somebody, but also acknowledge that there are other people in the space. There are other people in the sphere and it's okay to acknowledge other people, you know? I do get annoyed when people pull shit like that. And I will say something. I got a big mouth and I know how to use it. (sighs) But so apartment boy then throws a hissy fit and like walks off to the bathroom. And then before I know it, he's like gone. And I turn and then I'm talking to the friend and we're kind of like just chatting. And then next thing you know, I'm like, oh, wait, where did so and where did apartment boy go? And he's just like, oh, he left. I was like, he left and he left you. I was like, and he left me like he invited me here and he owes me a drink. I don't think he, oh, he did buy me a drink. Um, I was like, whatever. And so I was like, I'm gonna get me an Uber. And I'm gonna go home. And so I, you know, close my tab, get into an Uber. I'm on my way home. And I can already feel I am lit. And when I can feel that I'm lit, I'm like, I need carbs. I need food. And so I end up ordering like a burger. Cause I'm like, that's carby. That'll be good. Right. So get my food or I order my food. So that by the time I get to my apartment, it'll be there and I don't have to wait and whatever. So I get home. I see my food is there. Great. I open the door and then don't really remember much after that. The only thing I remember is just puking my guts up into the toilet. I was so drunk. I was violently drunk. So much so that I didn't even eat any of the fries. And I know I knew that because I woke up this morning I woke up at like five this morning. I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I forgot to take the, the dogs out of the crates. And then I looked and Sullivan's laying next to my bed because that's where Sully likes to lay. He likes to lay next to the bed. And then Sky thinks the living room is his own bedroom. And so Sky sleeps in his room because that's his room, the living room. And so, and then I was like, oh, I took the dogs out of the crates because I crate them now when I leave. I have to crate them or else they eat my couch. Um, which sounds kind of dirty, you know, like it, like a pickup line. Like, hey, boy, do you want to come over and eat my couch? I'm like, ooh, my couch is destroyed. Because <laughs> it is. Um, but anyway, I digress. I wake up. I see Sully. And I'm like, okay. I took the dogs out of the crates. I'm like, what happened? I walk into the bathroom. I just see the exorcist. And I'm like, oh, my God. Not everywhere, but like in the bowl. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, that's right. I was throwing up, like just violently exorcist throwing up. Then I walk into the living room. I go over to the dining table and I'm like, oh, I ordered food. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't order just one hamburger. I ordered two hamburgers. I ordered a double value meal. I had two hamburgers, one of them that only had one bite in it, and then two sets of fries. I was like, oh, so... I don't know how I always do this every time I get drunk. You didn't wake up with fries everywhere, did you? No, the fries were just sitting there on the table as if somebody like had like a date night. I was like, oh, oh, this is like, I was like, did some, did I miss a date that happened last night where somebody came over and we had burgers and fries? (sighs) 
So I ate the patty for breakfast and then I took my caffeine pills and I got my ass down to the gym by 6 a.m. Because I'm a committer, you know, I commit. And then I go into the guest bathroom because I think I, I don't know. Oh, I think I was looking for my keys and my keys happened to be on the counter of the bathroom. And I looked and then I was like, oh, apparently I was throwing up in here too. I'm like, what was the, was there like, was it me and then my my Megan Fox alter ego? Were there two of me and we were both throwing up in the two bathrooms and we were both ordering burgers? Like, what is this double trouble situation that's going on here? Two hamburgers, vomited in both bathrooms. I was just like, oh my God. You know, I miss my old, listen, I miss my old bulimia day sometimes where you just puke it all up and it's a good time, right? You save yourself the calories. Sometimes I miss those days. It's been too long. But I'm like, this is not, this is not the version of it that I like, you know, the projectile vomiting. But can you just, I was just picturing myself double fisting it, two burgers, just like, um, 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 like it was just a vibe. It was a fucking vibe, but I still got my ass to the gym, went hard at Orange Theory. I was like, listen, I'm just going to show up. And even if I have to walk on the treadmill, I'll walk on the treadmill. But I didn't walk on the treadmill. I was, I was running. I was pounding. I was doing it. And Megan, Megan's my girl. Megan doesn't listen to my podcast. Although the other day I was at Orange Theory and I was all sweating. I was a hot ass mess. And this one woman, she was looking fire, right? She was killing it. She was doing her thing. And she leans over to me and she's just like, I love your podcast. And I was like, oh, hi, it's me, Zach Peter. I was like, thank you. It's so sweet. Um, it's so funny. There was even a woman that DM'd me yesterday and she's like, Hey, I'm the girl that yelled at you when you were walking down the street. Cause I was literally walking my dogs and <sighs> walks with them are a mission, right? Because they're so different and they're so sky wants to charge and run at everything. He's a puller and Sullivan is just a big giant, you know, Buffalo. And he just doesn't want to run or charge at anything. He just wants to stop and smell everything. So I'm like one arm over here and one arm back here. And I'm just like, guys, can we get it together? And then I like try to pull them in and then they get all tangled and then they're wrapping around me. And I'm just like, oh my God. (sighs) So (laughs) I'm literally tangled up with all the leashes and I get to the corner of the street. And then this, I just see this girl pop her head out of a truck and she's like, Zach, I love you. And I was like, thanks as I'm all tangled up with my dogs. And then she DM'd me yesterday and she's just like, I was the girl that was yelling at you from outside the truck. My boyfriend thought I was crazy. And I was like, bitch, you are, but I love you. Thank you. Um, but so yeah, Val Porter thinks I got roofied last night. Did I get roofied? I don't think I got roofied. There were like hardly anybody at the bar. Did I get, no. Would roofie make me throw up? I thought a roofie was just like a quaalude, right? You just like pass out and spread your legs. I don't know. Maybe I did get roofied, but I survived. Listen, if I got roofied, nobody was saying, that's what it was. I got roofied and he was throwing up in the other bathroom and I was throwing up in my bathroom. He was throwing up in the guest bathroom and he didn't even eat his burger. I think I roofied myself. Today drained me. But yeah. That was my Monday night. Hi, it's you. You're the problem. It's you. Yep, pretty much. Thanks, Joe. Thank you for validating me. I'm surprised the dogs didn't eat the burger and fries. You know what, Sharon? Me too. But you know what? They're not bad dogs. They're actually really... They would rather than eat the burger, they would rather eat my couch. (sighs) But no, they didn't eat anything. I was surprised. But they don't really like jump on the counter and eat food or anything. Like They're fine for the most part. They're good boys. 
laughing. You roofied yourself. That's bad. Yeah, probably. Sometimes they make you throw up. Oh, maybe I was drugged last night. Who knows? Well, <sighs> my cats would have ate the burger and fries. Oh, my God. Apartment boy slipped you something and then ran. <gasps> Could you imagine? No, I don't think I got slipped anything. I think the drinks were just very strong. That bartender, I asked him for, I, I pulled my Denise Richards, you know, upside down jacket on. And I was like, can I have a Casamigos? And normally when they serve you a Casamigos, it's literally like a shot in the glass, right? Or like a shot and a half, right? Um, 1.5 ounces. And that's what you get. You get like literally just a shot and you sip on it, right? Like a, like a, a whiskey or, you know, in this case it was, you know, I always do uh, Casamigos Reposado. Homie filled that shit up to the top. I mean, listen, I was tipping or I thought I was tipping. I was tipping well. I was tipping more than 20%. Um, the first tab I tipped more than, I think I tipped like 25%. And then the second tab I tipped even more. Um, but he, I, I just remember seeing it. It was like a regular um, rocks glass and he put ice in it. And then he just filled that shit up with tequila to the top. And I was like, oh, and I drank it. So I don't think I got roofied. I think I got fucked up. So it happens. Why is it always on a Monday that I get fucked up like that? You never know. And it was just funny because like yesterday morning I was thinking, I was like, wow, I don't get hungover anymore. Like I'm too cool for hangovers. Like look at me. I can hold myself. I can buy myself flowers. Whew. Because they knew the couch would piss you off and pay back for leaving. Exactly. I think that's why they chew up the couch. They know the couch, chewing up the couch would piss me off. That's why they chew up my couch. I remember I said that one time and then, oh. I remember one woman's like, that's not how dogs operate. They are, they're, they have separation anxiety and it's because you leave them alone. And I was like, bitch, what? Step off. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's why they chew up like the cat. Trust me, they, Sullivan just like, I think he does things to spite me sometimes because he gets upset if I leave him. And I'm like, you know what? It is what it is, baby boy. Mondays are the least assuming day for hangovers. Exactly. Well, no, it's Tuesday. Tuesday would be the day I was hungover, but Monday. I went out on a Monday. Oof. Those boys are, those pups are petty good boys. They are petty. Yes, they are. Revenge couch eating. Yep. They know what'll get me. Where I'm just like, really? Like, you guys have bones. You have toys. You have chewies. You have everything you could possibly need and yet you still want to destroy the things that you know will just piss me off that's how you know that they are good boys because they i can literally leave a burger and fries on the dining table all night and nothing not in the morning not afterwards even if it were sitting there now they still wouldn't touch it but they'll only do things when i leave them alone and they're upset with me so wow this has been one of our longest episodes i wonder if we even um, I wonder if we even, if anyone's even stayed around to listen to all of it, but that was my, my exhausting Monday night that ensued in a hangover. It was fun today. I laughed a lot. Thank you. I'm probably going to get canceled for my comments about Chelsea, Chelsea, bang, bang, looking like Megan Fox, but you know, does apartment boy listen to this? Probably not. And if he does, I'm sure I'll get some notes about it. I haven't heard from him, though. 
he must, he must if he saw your live show. Well, I invited him to my live show. I don't think he listens to my podcast. I Listen, he's not going to listen to anybody else's voice but his own. <sighs> this was a great live and chat. Well, Marianne, my thoughts exactly. You can't take the dogs everywhere. What did Marianne say? Oh, they will grow out of it. Yeah, I know they'll, they'll grow out of it eventually. They're only a year old. They just turned one the other day. <sighs> but yeah, what a day. What a time, what a time, what a mighty good time. I've been here since the beginning. It's been so much fun. Thank you, Val. I wonder if he was also puking all night. I hope so. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed today's episode of the podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. I think I'm going to end up pre-recording Wednesday's episode. So just so you know, Wednesday will Wednesday will definitely not be live because I will be live on SiriusXM on Jeff Lewis Live. So be sure to tune in. Jeff Lewis Live, SiriusXM. Don't miss it. Also, if you haven't done so yet, go and catch Disaster Daters. It is my new podcast. It's a limited series, six episodes only. The first two episodes are out now. The next two episodes drop this Wednesday, and then the final two episodes will drop next week. So be sure to tune in. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I love spending my mornings with you. Um, bummed I won't spend tomorrow morning with you, but, well, actually, I kind of will, because if you tune in to Jeff Lewis Live on SiriusXM, you'll be sure to catch it. All right, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Have a great rest of your, when oh, sorry, Tuesday. See, I keep thinking it's Wednesday. My days are all off. <sighs> but go tune into Disaster Daters. Leave us a five-star review on Apple, because those, those reviews are really, really helpful. Please leave us a review. Please show us some love. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I will talk to you soon. Later. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach to keep up with me. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach. And mm, let's get it, get it, get it, get it. Ooh, ooh, what did Summer say? Hi, Summer. Summer said, I've switched to your channel. The other one just reads other content and he never knows the day of the week. LOL. But that happens to me sometimes too. Listen, I, uh, today, I was like, what day is it? All right. Love you guys. Ciao for now. Bye.